Step Out in Faith Bible School. And we will be speaking today on Equipped to Serve. God is a Father. He is the source of everything we do. Jesus is our authority. And the Holy Spirit is the power. So we will start on the Father. The Father, the source. In order to come to the source, we need to rise up in prayer. We need to come to know our Father in heaven. Jesus never did one thing without going to the Father. Twelve times in John alone speaks of these things. Jesus always went to the Father. If we read John 5, verse 19, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you that the Son can do nothing on his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. Seeing the Father doing. This is close relationship. Seeing with a heart. It says in Ephesians that the eyes of our hearts may see. And Jesus had an intimate relationship with the Father. You know, he spent 40 days in the wilderness before he started his ministry. He spent all night in prayer before he called his first disciples. John 5 verse 30 says, I can do nothing on my own authority. As I hear, I judge. Jesus could hear the Father speak to him. When we pray, it's not just speaking to the Father but listening for that still, small voice where God speaks back to us. That's how I get all my talks. I go to the Father. I have learnt to hear his voice. But it takes a bit of time. It takes time every day, time in the Father's presence to come to know him, that you can see what he is doing. How do I see? You may ask, how do you see what the Father's doing? I mean, you don't see him. No, I've never seen God. But somehow in prayer, I see what the Father's doing on earth. I see what I have to do. Then when I come out of prayer, I come down and go outside and I do it. See, prayer is not just hearing, it's also doing walking in total and close obedience. We've just built a holiday farm. Now, this holiday farm we built ourselves. We had no architect. God was an architect. I'm not a builder. I'm not an architect. But I was able to see how everything had to work. And then along with the plans from the planner's department and the man that comes to see if you've done everything right, those plans that God gave me, he actually said, yes, that's right. That's how I want it done. And I told the builders, they were all retired builders, what to do 
And they went and did it, and the inspector came and inspected it and said, yes, this is right, and then we got on to the next section of the building. This saved thousands and thousands of pounds because it's his building, and he is the architect. He gave me instructions down to the smallest bit of joinery. He's wonderful. He knows so much. And so by seeing his plans in prayer and hearing his instruction, that building was built. But it's the same with evangelism. It's the same with everything you do. If you know the re really know the Father, he will show you how to do it. Then John 12, 49. For I have not spoken on my own authority. The Father who sent me has himself given me commandment what to say and what to speak. And this is very important when we need to prepare a sermon to come to him. Because if he has given you what to say, he's also then given you the authority to say it. Then as you speak out what God has given you to speak, you can be sure he will do it. You can be sure that signs and wonders will follow your ministry. When God shows me that he's going to heal somebody, then I know he's going to do it. There's no doubt. I go up and pray for that person and I expect him, that person to be healed. And every single time that person's healed, when I know beforehand that God's going to heal that person. I don't call that really faith. It's just obedience, just knowing he's going to do it. Faith is trusting in your father who says he's going to do something. And then as you go ahead in obedience to pray for that certain person, you know he's going to do it, there's no doubt. And the next thing, the person is healed. That's an exciting way to walk. I love walking like that. So the importance of prayer, the importance of coming into the Father's presence is more important than anything else. For without prayer, there is no ministry, no ministry that is worth anything. Everything we do for God comes out of our time in prayer with God. Secondly, is to know Jesus. Jesus is our authority. In Luke 10, 19, it says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, we have his authority over all demonic things. They have to obey the name of Jesus. And Acts 4.30, While thou stretchest out thy hand to heal, signs and wonders are performed through the name of thy servant, Jesus. See, when we are spending a lot of time in the Father's presence, 
when we're getting to really know God in prayer and to know Jesus, then we are given the authority of the most powerful name in the world, the name of Jesus. And you can command demons to go in the name of Jesus and those demons have to obey. Because the Bible says every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And this victory he won on the cross 2,000 years ago. The moment he rose from the dead, he rose in complete victory over every demonic force, over every sin, over every negative thing. And then he gives us, his people, the authority of his name to do the same, to cast out demons, to cast out sickness, and to command bodies to be healed in Jesus' name. Isn't that wonderful news? And then the third is the power of the Holy Spirit. Being baptized with the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit, like what happened on the day of Pentecost when they were in the upper room where the Holy Spirit came down as flames of fire upon their heads. And suddenly they could speak in languages they had never learned. And 3,000 people joined the church that very day. When we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, we can know that the Holy Spirit will enable the work to be done because this is the power that achieves God's work. And wow, I just want to read another one from John 16. 13 to 15, when the spirit and truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said, He will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit does nothing on His own accord, but only what He hears and sees the Father doing. And the Holy Spirit is dwelling within our hearts, this glorious reality. Let's see why the Holy Spirit is given to us. It says in Acts 1 verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of of the earth. So the first reason the Holy Spirit is given to us is for us to share the good news with all who we know. And that can be for all of us, not just the evangelists, not just your pastor, not just your church evangelist, but you. You can share with the neighbors in your street. You can share the love of God at the workplace. 
in a sports area, in the supermarkets, on the trains and buses, in every place where you get an opportunity. Every morning you can say, Lord, what, where do you want me to go today? Or I need to go to so-and-so today. Lord, will you show me that person that you want me to share your good news with? Now, if you pray that prayer, Lord, show me that person that you want me to share your good news with. He will. He will show you that person. And when you witness to that person, you will have the joy of leading that person to Jesus. Isn't that what life is all about? We are all missionaries. We are needed everywhere in the world. There is not one country in the world or one town in the world that does not need to hear the glorious news of Jesus. So in this area, we are all missionaries wherever God sends us or wherever God tells us to stay. Where we are, there is a wonderful mission field right around us, right where we are. The second reason, the reason we all love, Romans fifteen thirteen, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That is the part we all love. We love his glorious peace, that joy that passes all understanding. And his glorious love that envelops our lives. We've got those three things. We don't need anything else, do we? They are the most important thing in life. It's what the whole world is striving to achieve. But we can only achieve it through Jesus. Through knowing God, through Jesus and through his Holy Spirit. And the last reason that it's given, that the Holy Spirit is given, never it, is he, he's a person, Romans 15, verse 19, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Holy Spirit. It is through the power of the Holy Spirit that also enables these miracles to take place, for the healings to happen. So we've heard from the Father. We have the authority of the powerful name of Jesus, and we have the power of the Holy Spirit. And with those three, any miracle is not impossible. All things are possible through the name of Jesus, who loves us so much. God bless you. If there's anyone who has not yet received Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, you can do that right now. Just say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, Thank you for dying on the cross to save my sin. Please forgive me where I have sinned against you. In thought, in word, in deed, in things left undone. Please come into my life as my Lord and Savior. And if there's anyone that has received Jesus but would like to be baptized in this glorious Holy Spirit, just say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for what you did on the cross and for sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in our hearts. Lord, 
Search me, cleanse me with your Holy Spirit. Cleanse me from every sin. Thank you, Jesus. Please, Lord, baptize me in your glorious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And many people are healed just by knowing that Jesus loves you, that he died not just to save your souls, but also to heal your bodies. So if you are sick, put your own hand on your sickness or your pain and receive your healing in Jesus' name. Just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, place your hand on my hand and I will be healed. Jesus loves you. Receive his healing now. He's in a visible hand upon yours. And be healed in Jesus' name.